Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Nintendo 
Voice Chat for the week of April 16th, 2015. I am your host, Jose Otero, and we have an awesome show full of hopefully awesome predictions for you. Are you sure? Join They're going to be awesome. Cast, hopefully awesome, hopefully okay. awesome right, but right. always off course. Uh, we'll <laughs> see what happens. Martin Sleva joins us this week. Thank you so much for having me. Martin. Yeah, yes. I haven't heard that it's name. Fancy. That's because I'm fancy. That name Absolutely I fancy. Now that he is the host of Beyond Podcast, he has to be fancy. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a fancy podcast. As always, huh? the, the fancy guy behind the wheel of a new car soon. What? Per Schneider. It. Not trying to blow up your business Damn, on the podcast, but I know that's Trying to blow up your business. Yeah. My wife's car broke. We need a new one. Uh-huh. It's okay. We so sent you... it off. It was it was touching. Did was you, it? My like... wife said goodbye to the minivan. Did you give it a okay. Viking funeral? We call it, yeah, we call it the fun bus. It was like <sighs> dragged off by a, a tow truck. It was very, very sad. All right. Yeah. And so, with it, all sorts of smells disappeared from our street. Because <laughs> the kids spilled every drink ever invented in that car. Really? Yep. And you yep. never got the stains out? Oh, it's the so smell awful. out. Yeah, no. Okay. It's, it's still there. You could lick the, you could lick the well, car. Well, one thing you won't be licking is E3 flavors. predictions on this oh, really? podcast. So what will be at E3 and what won't be at E3? So Ooh. before we start, let's give some folks some context. Uh, obviously, at E3 this year, we know a couple things. We know Yoshi's Woolly World will probably most definitely be there. Mm-hmm. That's a game coming out later this year. Hmm. Blade Chronicles X will most definitely be there because it's a game coming out later this year. Same goes for Star Fox, Mario Maker, whatever the Miyamoto games were, but they've been abnormally silent about those two things, Project yeah. Giant Robot and Project Guard. Uh, I think one of those was supposed to be scheduled for Q2, according to the last investors' meetings notes. We're in Q2, right? We're in Q2, yeah. As of March 31st. we are. Yeah, we're in Q2. So, so far, nothing. And then Animal Crossing, Happy Home Designer. We also know there's a new Fire Emblem. Not really sure about Shin Megami Cross Fire Emblem, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. All right, there's probably more, but let's skip to what we already know will not be at E3. This is a sad one. Zelda Wii U uh. still hurts. <laughs> it still hurts. It still hurts. Uh, the NX will not be discussed, most no, likely, at E3. Um, and then it's it's pretty much fair game from there. I'm willing to bet e- 3D Mario, new fancy 3D Mario will not be there. But why don't we Well, that's a prediction, Jose. For the predictions. Yeah. So let's lead off. Uh, we'll do round multiple rounds. I brought five. You should have each brought five. I yep. warned you to bring I think five. I did. Hold on. If you didn't bring five... You're fired. You. Right. I don't think we can fire. I'm out. Go to detention. Oh, I got. I, I got five. I got five. All right, you got five. All right. Okay. Terrible one. So, mine are pretty terrible too. But yeah. I'm gonna go with a safe bet for the first prediction, and that is that the smaller model, new 3DS, will be coming to the U.S. as early as hopefully this summer. We think so, huh? Yeah. Why? So why the why the delay? I, I don't know. That's the that's <laughs> the weirdest part. No, if, if I had to guess, plan. if I had to guess. If you think about it, new 3DS led off in a lot of smaller markets. It did not lead off in the larger markets like Europe until 2015, earlier this year. When mm-hmm. it first launched, what was that, August? Between the span of August and December of 2014, yeah. everywhere that that thing launched was a smaller market. So I do believe that maybe it was manufacturing issues. Maybe it was Nintendo trying to stay profitable and not taking a risk okay. on making it's too much hardware. Ports. Don't know. <laughs> but what I do believe is there is enough people asking for this thing that it is going to show its face. Now, the weird thing is, I don't know if it shows up at E3, but I, I want to believe that at E3, they say, yep, that's coming this year. Okay. Yeah. I respect your prediction, but that sounds like a really lame announcement. It like is a, a lame announcement. Like a that's Band-Aid for something. That, that I would expect that to just show up where if the 3DS XL, new 3DS XL sales slow down, they're like, oh, and now well, there's the pocket version of it. that might be the story this month with MPD. Yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah. 
Those numbers okay. are coming in hot. I don't think I. I yeah. Is I the would small say version cheaper than the XL in Japan? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. So that's the first sell the expensive one, and the one they know was better received in the U.S. Yeah, market. Yeah. And then, oh, and here's the alternative, and guess what? It's cheaper. Yeah. And, and it has faceplates, face so you can yeah, that's get a cool all thing. fashionable yeah, yeah. with it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I went first. Who wants to go next? That's then we'll nice. keep this order. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm a board you game go guy. Okay. We'll, go in a, we'll go in a circle. Okay. Clockwise. Uh, I think the, the big game that they're announcing at E3 is absolutely Animal Crossing Wii U. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out at Christmas, and it's going to use Amiibo. It's got a Toys to Life you stole angle. my prediction. Real, real Amiibo, not the cards. Uh, it's no, going to tie. In, it's going to tie in with. Well, it can use both, but it's going to. It's going to ship with a, a line of figures. It's going to have a pack in, actually, of course, um, and it's going to tie in directly with 3DS home design, uh, with a home design game. Like that's how you you can organize your home the old-fashioned like pushy pushy way in the Wii U pushy, version, pushy. or you can use when you're on the go. You can uh, you can change everything and then sync your game, and then your house gets updated. When sync you your game? You're yeah. you're jumping yeah. into the future. Wait, hang on. No. And um, I mean not to not to say disparaging remarks on this podcast. But no, that, absolutely. That's but you're insane. <laughs> that's, gonna, that's gonna happen. And also the uh, the happy home designer game is also gonna be on mobile. Okay, so I like that prediction That's a lot because this past year and a half, I feel like we've seen more and more experiments showing up on both systems. Yep. You saw Tipping Stars, you saw Smash Brothers, you see uh, to some degree Pushmo has shown up mm-hmm. on both platforms. That took yep. a little bit longer, but that happened. Um, I think that they are looking at ways to make scale games scale in a certain way, and this buy one, get one free business is sort of a band-aid around the limitations of the system they have in yep. place. So I think this 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 is a good one. I like but, your prediction. But, and and the what I like about my made up thing is that <laughs> one of the problems with Animal Crossing on console was that it was inherently, you know, I mean it was conceived as an N64 game, but the mm-hmm. moment it went mobile, you're like, oh it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. I can spend a couple of minutes doing something, turn it off, or check in quickly when I'm in bed to see like what bugs out at night or, you know, by having the the home design angle on the go, you can actually do stuff on the go, and you can receive characters and 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 stuff, and then think up your house later with the Wii U version. That's what I think. That's my story. And we're looking at him like it. he's crazy. That'd no, be, I mean, that'd be awesome. I love the idea. Yeah, that's of that. the, I love that's the idea the of sort of cross save, right? Yeah, like you totally. take it with you on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea. Don't that's think it's it. going to happen, but I, I don't know. I the only thing, reason I don't oh, see this happening right away, and I, I'm only going to push back a little on this because I love the idea, Go ahead. is that the network framework for them isn't there, and whatever DNA is working on for them would have to work with this. It would absolutely have to be part of that ecosystem for that to work. I don't think that we, you, and 3DS are equipped to do that right now. But I still love your prediction, so high five to you, sir. Oh, that's it. You're getting yeah, left, you left high five. Yeah, all. <laughs> all right. Womp Martin Sleva, what do you have? Martin. I think... Uh, we're going to see one new Mario game at uh, E3. We'll see Mario Maker, and uh, the new Mario game we're going to see is Mario Sunshine for the new 3DS. Booyah! Yeah. So that's, I like the, it. that's the Mario game. I don't think we're quite ready to see the new next Mario 3D World 2 slash Mario Galaxy 3 slash Mario whatever. Um, I don't think we're ready to see quite the new one, but I think uh, if you look at... Uh, the success of Majora's Mask, uh, critically as well as uh, sales-wise, uh, I think Nintendo is going to be revisiting uh, a lot of older games that may have been uh, not looked over, but sort of underappreciated at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Sunshine is one of those games that uh, the the further we get away from it, I think the more people 
remember it fondly just because it was weird and a little bit different. Well, and it's a game that could use some touching up just oh, to totally. help it out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it fits under that banner of the games that do rem- get remade by Nintendo did have some problems, some mm-hmm. some wrinkles. That yeah, totally. Ironed out. Yeah, yeah, and Nintendo did iron out some of those wrinkles in uh, Majora's Mask 3D. What so. makes you think 3DS though over Wii U? That's that's the one thing I want to hear from you. Um, that's where it's gonna sell. I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> I gotta to, to not to be a, a jerk or anything, but I think yeah. uh, Mario Maker is sort of their their Mario game that they're positioning right now for the Wii U, mm-hmm. and they haven't really had one for 3DS since uh, 3D Land. Correct. Probably. Wait, yeah, that sounds that was about last right. 3D dedicated. Was about, yeah. mm-hmm. Mario platform. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and uh, sort of the, the they've they've done more of the sort of updated remastered port thing yeah. with 3DS between uh, Ocarina and Majora. So yeah. Yeah, hopefully they can overcome the challenges of a smaller screen with a game that moves like that. that smaller would be screen, the big, and it's yeah. just that uh, that analog stick is extremely. The second analog stick is extremely important. So I'm, I'm, I'd be curious to see sort of how the uh, the not quite an analog stick, but the second stick, uh, mm-hmm. the C stick in on the mm-hmm. new 3ds uh, holds yeah. up with there. And Mario is definitely uh, a speedy little uh, Mario in that game. Like he's, yeah. I've gone back to play Sunshine, and sometimes I'm very surprised slash impressed I could even control that game because totally. it is it's fast. It's, it's no fast, joke. and it's 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 you're thinking differently than you think in any other Mario game in terms yeah. of I have to navigate myself as well as this ostensibly a gun around the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's right. a yeah, it's a good game to showcase the dual the mm-hmm. dual stick setup for sure. Totally. Um, and then I, I mean I I really love that game except for some of the rough edges um, that they need to iron out. Like there is one of the few Mario games with serious slowdown on on the beach level yeah. with the mm-hmm. crazy electric manta mm-hmm. rays, the broken camera in the pachinko game. All that can finally get fixed yeah. for this release. Mm-hmm. So I I like that prediction. I, like that one I would like to play that. Yeah. yeah. Me too. All right, is round two. Is, is Grezzo doing it? Probably. Grezzo. <laughs> Grezzo's that, doing everything. Grezzo gun? Yeah, yeah. A Grezzo gun. <laughs> How is that not a thing? <laughs> How would that possibly be a thing? <laughs> no, I love the name. All right, so my next prediction for my list of stuff, <coughs> confidential list, I think uh, this this is way out there, and I, and I kind of don't 100% believe this is going to happen at E3, but I'm going to jump in front of and say this anyway. Uh-oh. I think... Zelda Maker gets announced as a 2016 game. What? Why do I think that? Well, I think Mario Maker has been incredibly well-received so far every time they show it. I also think that Mario Maker is the kind of game that you are not breaking a ton of backs to get that out of the door to put that on Wii U. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe, even though Zelda, to a degree, Zelda requires a lot more game design than Mario would absolutely need, I do think... For I do 100% believe that the interface makes a lot of it easy to overcome. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the big you, question. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, first. no, no, first. Keep, no continue. Well, no. The big question being like, how do they teach you how to make a Zelda? Is the question. Like yeah. everyone plays a platformer and kind of gets it right. The the intrinsic action behind platforming mm-hmm. is is simplistic. It's jumping from you know between gaps to the next thing. In Zelda, there's a bit more involved, but I still think that it's, would be a really fun thing to yeah. do. It would be their Minecraft to a degree. Yeah, and absolutely would. But but they figured out how to make the the design process so playful, right? Like you can in Mario Maker, you can create a level that is not beatable, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can create something that is broken, and that's of course the issue when you design when you're designing an adventure game like a Zelda game. You can create something where you're like, oh no, you're supposed to have the hammer to open this door. And like, if they go with the original game design, by the way, you probably don't need well, that. And you but. can swap between Zelda 
Zelda: <laughs> A Link to the Past, I like and it. 3D a World. link to Between Worlds. Oh yeah, wow. I, they're I, all there. Uh, and what, uh, so next year, are you going to raise all this with Metroid Maker, or are you gonna, uh, how far I are you going to take but, it? Hey, they're not going to make us a Metroid. 2016 so would be well. serendipitous timing because it's also a major anniversary. For I think Zelda. that's a mm-hmm. smart. That's a smart prediction. I mm-hmm. think that makes all the sense in the world because it's like it's a, it's something you can pitch to even a junior team at the company and they can get going right away and you can refine it. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. And it uses their awesome brands yeah. yep. in a new way. Yep. And, and this Maker series, to, like to me, it has the makings of the making. Oh, something yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, 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 I really, I'm, I'm imagining now the ability, like when we saw it that uh, the trailer at the uh, Game Awards, that was yep. the last time we saw it, mm-hmm. right? For Mario Maker, uh, flicking between what it looks like in, you know, uh, Mario 1 to Mario 3 to Mario World mm-hmm. to New Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I'm just imagining that from 8-bit Zelda to 16-bit <sighs> Zelda to Link Between Worlds. Oh, and the, and that just looks, looks so cool in my head. Yeah, and the more we see Mario Maker, the more we're, like, I showed you at my desk that, like, the Wiggler has a super the original Wiggler. Super Mario Brothers yeah, sprite, totally. and that did not exist yeah, yeah. No, they in the original yeah. NES game. The thing so be, I love that it brings together all that history yeah. to this one experience. So the thing I'm curious about with Mario Maker is I assume you are just making a single stage. I'm assuming you're not making a campaign. Yeah. I don't know what how have you guys thought about that? So, like I'm imagining I am making one stage and you can play you can play that stage. Yeah, I'm I not thought, making world one one, one two, one three, one four. I think you're gonna have enough slots you can upload where someone can click on a profile. I think the last footage they showed showed that you are uploading more than one stage to make your sort of Mario world, if you yeah, want to call it that. Yeah. But I don't think it's as it's as deep as yeah. eight worlds with like and four stages. And it's not progression based. It's like you, I can pick any of Marty's levels. I think. Yeah, that's right? how I've been rad seeing if you it. Could yeah. make it progression based. That's really I mean, cool. It would like, also way, be rad if you can write the message that, like, yeah. sorry, Mario, but Princess Toad actually the way, left. The way <laughs> that'd be really cute, actually. But then you could just swear. And yeah, and they that. don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm imagining almost like uh, it'd be like a Zelda dungeon maker. It wouldn't be you wouldn't mm. be making like the full adventure, but you'd be making like here is this one single thing, and it it would have like a grammar to it to where like if you put these blocks, those little mole things that you have to smash down with a hammer, you need to put a hammer somewhere in the world. Think yeah. think about how Four Swords Adventures was created, right? Like oh, that might be another art style, Keep but talking. that but that <laughs> but that is the setup, right? Where you walk into a level and you can choose some of the weapons, but they're not all required to beat every puzzle. Yeah. And so, like, they could do a game that is structured just like that. And mm. people would not get themselves into trouble trying to design a whole adventure where, mm-hmm. oh, I needed the ice arrow to freeze the flaming monkey. Thanks for that. Trip, That's right? the fourth art style. I yeah. was wondering myself if it ships with three art styles or does it go with one more? Because yeah. Zelda 2 doesn't make it in. It can't. No. It was a 2D sort of Unless action he's like RPG swimming on the side. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I w- if you're listening yeah. to the audio version, I only wish we can turn what Pear just did into Sorry. a GIF. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Pear, you're up. Oh, I'm, I'm up again? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about, like, I always think about the things I want them to announce. I'm like, oh, it'd be awesome if they announce, like, Grezzo has learned so much from Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. They're going to make their own Zelda adventure with the same art style, and mm-hmm. it's going to go before Wind Waker. And then I go like, nope, that's never going to happen, because mm. I really, really want that, but it's not going to happen. So here's my second prediction. And I don't mean to be snarky or, or, you know, but I think the second game that's going to be announced is new Super Mario 3D World for the 3DS. New okay, Super so Mario, Mario 3D, 3D World, World for the th- yeah. 3DS. I think they created a model that worked nicely on the Wii U that they really liked. I don't think, you know, like, we're we sometimes sit here going like, 
we are tired of the new thing. We're tired of this kind of this look and feel for a game. We want it to go back to Galaxy. I don't think Nintendo shares that same sentiment. I think they're thinking about what broadly appeals to the masses, what is easier to create than a Galaxy or a Sunshine game. And so I think we're going to get new Super Mario 3D World for the 3DS. So it would be a port of the Wii U game? It's just like the Wii U game with new levels. Interesting. So the only yep. pushback for me, and I love the prediction, it's gonna is... Have how do you deal with the screen real estate difference? Because on a television, putting four people to be aware of each other on one view, I guess, I mean, does that mean everyone has their own view? Like, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I, yeah, but I think when they Mario get two, Brothers 2, Mario and Luigi had to stay close together. Yeah, I think when they get too far away, I think it's going to go beep, 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 and warp one guy. Okay. Um, but I do think they'll support that, that four-player gameplay. Um, and it's going to introduce, of course, Dog Mario. <laughs> but why 3D? I oh, want a Dog Mario! Kawaii! But why 3DS and not Wii U? Um, Same question I Because I really want a Wii U Mario, and they're not going to do it. <laughs> I think No, I think that's the next logical evolution for this type of gameplay to take it to the 3DS. Because hmm. I, I have nothing against uh, 3D World. I think it's a good game. Um, with some really clever stuff, and I feel like they need a show horse for a, a, a show horse for the new 3DS um, that uses a little bit more of the system's power, and I think this game would do it without being as crazy as a Galaxy game, which is a complicated thing to make. But is it a new 3DS exclusive? And there aren't that many of those out there. Like, does that does that sort of change anything at all? Like, that's does it I, work with old 3DS? That's what I wrote down, but honestly, it really depends on how widely spread the 3DS is. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I mean... When land worked ideally, just fine on 3DS. Yeah, yeah ideally yeah. they would make it, but um, uh, to, to really push the new hardware, but realistically, it's probably going to be compatible with all I like of them. it. Yeah. I like it. It yeah. wasn't snarky at all. No, I, and I didn't mean to it to be snarky. It's just the, you know, like when we talked about after Retro did Donkey Kong Country, right? Like, what is the next game going to be? And the answer was Donkey Kong Country, right? Yeah. Like, that's, I feel like that's how Nintendo operates. And that, that's when they find a formula that works and has some success, they're going to try it again mm -hmm. on a different platform and, and see how it fits. And add Amiibo. Yeah, yeah, maybe. All right. Martin, the ball is in your court. Um, you got all these in your head, by the way? You didn't write anything No, I, I, I have notes. Oh, you got a little... Yeah. Uh, um, on my little... He, he looks on his tiny little phone. We're waving our giant yeah. iPhone 6 Pluses at Marty's no, I iPhone forgot some people listen to this. Five? That was mm -hmm. a weird... No, four. iPhone 4? Four? 4S? <laughs> Stop hating. Hey, uh, <laughs> my prediction. Hey, uh, phone. Come over here. We are going to see a new IP announced. And it's going to be from, as you mentioned, Retro. Yeah. Uh, I think that Tropical Freeze, I like Tropical Freeze a lot. Uh, I think they've had a second game being worked on for a while. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen listings for, uh, they've been hiring folks, like 3D mm -hmm. artists and uh, folks with action shooting experience. Yeah. Um, and so I don't, obviously, you know, a lot of people are going to want Metroid Prime 4. Um, I, for some reason, I just don't think it's that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just I don't want to hold my breath for Metroid anymore I until well, if you had started to hold your breath after the last one you would be dead so. I would be yeah. extremely dead yeah. yeah I'd be super dead yeah, yeah. but Dread Dread will come and yeah. save us right oh yeah um, I think it'll be a new IP and I think it'll be it'll be something action orientated not like uh, 3D character action like Bayonetta but hmm. something something with guns okay. that's not Splatoosh cool. 
Like, so I call Splatoon. That was Stop me. Splatouche. Splatouche. That's wow. the noise paint makes. He has said that since Man. the day he saw it. I Splatoon girl and Splatoon boy would be so mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> what, you Actually, Splatoon boy. Oh, I can't talk about that yet. That's uh, right. I was yeah. just going to say, are you sure? Yep. Okay. Not sure at all. Yeah. So, next thing <laughs> I want to pull from. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Uh, we, we're like, we're, we're like E.T. and Elliot, yeah. Jose and I. Yeah. Ouch. All right. Um... I'm looking at my list. I'm trying to pick something that's decent because the rest of this is just so bad. You got to get through all of it. I put all of it through number two. Uh, I put my best ideas in number two. So, and Pear took the Animal Crossing idea. I'm just like, I think Animal Crossing with you will absolutely work with Amiibo cards. Uh, All right, fine. Here's a safe bet. Wii U price drop. I think it has huh. to happen. I forgot about that. I think that. Uh, selling the system at $300 with two games is not proving useful. Mm-hmm. Or at least not in a way that um, you're seeing press releases or reports coming in with actual numbers saying that this strategy is working. Mm-hmm. I think the price of that box has to come down. Yeah. And I think it does come down this year before uh, NX Talks comes. I mean, I think they still need to keep that box going. Yeah. Until they can say more about an X. And the only way to do that, in my mind, take another game out of the box. Like, just sell it with one game, but bring the price down. It's yep. not working. I yeah. don't think it is. I mean, the weird thing is the further it goes down, the closer it gets to the new 3DS. And then it starts. <laughs> getting, then that starts getting weird if oh, they're yeah. too close to each other. Um, but I completely agree that with, uh, I mean, you can go out and get a, a Xbox One or a PS4 for 350 I think. Mm. Yeah, I think, I, and 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 we use selling for three hundred with, with two games, with two games two which games. is great. Uh, but t- two man, great games in most two great cases. games, totally. Yeah. But I mean, it's not going to go down to one ninety nine. But that would be a price to where people would be like, "Oh man, one, I can do this. Like, I can mm. buy this right away." Have they ever tried a bun a, a bundle a Nintendo licensed bundle that is the Wii? Or the Wii U and the 3DS bundled together, like the Christmas parents, you can't pass up this deal because both of your kids are going to have something cool. I think bundled. the only way that deal works is if those devices actually talk to each other more. Well, and yeah, with Animal Crossing, they talk they to each other very. Yeah, but they talk to each other sparingly. Like Tipping Stars is the last example of those yeah. two boxes talking to each other. Yeah. There's just not that many, yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I think it was it's surprising this time around too because I feel there were more experiments on Wii and yeah. I could be 100% wrong. I'm sure someone will write in to tell us that. But yeah, I think that strategy only be- works if that's the because case. Because like I mean you're you're thinking is exactly right. They have to bring down the price because next to the other two consoles, it's difficult to see the value at the at, at a retailer, right? Unless you're a parent looking for a very specific game, you know, the guy selling you the systems is going to say, oh, the PlayStation is the hot seller and the Xbox has, has Halo and blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the kids are probably going to be asking for. So that's why they need something. They either need the lower price or I was thinking like a stunt like that where you're standing in front of it. You're like, wait, it's a console and a tablet and a 3D handheld, right? Like something to spark interest well, me, in the machine. Let me ask you this because you, you, you uh, were – sort of deeper in the weeds during the GameCube era with coverage. I mean, there were price cuts there. Did that help? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it always, you know, price cuts definitely the month after the price comes down, you will see the the boost. And sometimes it's a big spike, as we saw with the initial 3DS, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's a smaller bump. It also depends on what else is coming out, you know? Yeah. Like you're doing it in a month where... Uh, where GTA Halo Madden uh, come out, then it's not going to happen. But, yeah. yeah. No, and there's and there's definitely a lot of pride at Nintendo, and there's a lot to be proud of. But mm-hmm. I just don't think the price point that they're selling at is, is making a whole lot. It's of sense. tough. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. And it's like it's not 
far enough removed from the other consoles. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the Wii was clearly a value play, but it also had that kind of novelty angle that sold it, right? Like yeah. it was almost almost didn't matter that it was cheaper, but it was in that realm that it was affordable and you're not buying the $600 PlayStation 3 or whatever. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Was, All it, right. was it ever six hundred dollars? It was a lot. Uh, right? It was when it, yeah, one I of the models. That. It was five hundred and six hundred. I think were yeah, the two yeah. price points for, yeah, for PS3, for PS3 yeah, when I think it came that's out. That's what I paid well, for. Well, I had work a second job for that. Yeah, and a third. <laughs> All right, next one. Terrible quotes. I'm Is sorry. me again? Yeah, it's you. Okay, again. so the big. Uh, first of all, the big focus at um, E3 is Star Fox for Nintendo. I think they'll spend most of their time on Star Fox. They'll have some of the other announcements, but this is going to be the core focus. And I think the big announcement is a 16-player online mode. So that's their their big thing. It's not going to have voice chat. Don't get excited here. <laughs> Will the animals be able but, to talk but, to each but other? Wait, you, you've got syncing plans, but you don't have voice chat? No. No, I'm just being the cynical. 3DS syncing to the Wii U is, is really easy to solve. I think the voice chat, from all we've heard about Splatoon, is more of an ideology question. They're they're like, oh, people are really mean, therefore nobody should have a telephone. Like that's their approach, right, to to life. It's like, if you don't talk to anybody, they can't be mean to you. People are really mean. They shouldn't have a telephone. Yeah, I like that. No, and then, and, and so that's why I think it's less about the technology, more about the, the Thank goodness. They didn't take Neverse yeah. away. But I think Star Star Fox is gonna be uh, is gonna be online. It's gonna of course have Amiibo support. Okay, and that's gonna be their big focus. Yep. So that means Fox McCloud figures back in stock. Yeah, and they're going to make up new characters that we haven't seen yet that you can Star play. Star Fox us. line dedicated. Because yeah. you need we? sixteen players. They're going to have sixteen selectable. Uh, I think it's going to be blue slippy, red slippy. Ooh, so Miyamoto, purple slippy. Uh, <laughs> Miyamoto said it'd be three. He would love uh, a Star Fox amiibo, like an R wing amiibo, to yeah. happen. So that's probably yeah. I'm sort of waiting for the. Amiibos of things to happen. Hey, amiibos um, of what do you mean the yeah, amiibo? The thing, thing. amiibo, because everything's been a character so far. Like, yeah. what about an amiibo that's a thing? Like, oh, like a ship? Like yeah, a, yeah. But don't you think that there's like a design doc at Nintendo, like in a glass case, like the Golden Fertility Idol, and it says, an amiibo is a character, not a thing. <laughs> you cannot have a hammer. Amiibo's also made up words, so you can put whatever the hell but you want. But it's like a, it's like amigo. It's like a friend, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, they're, not they're, a hammer. It's Spanish. A hammer realize. is a tool. It's not Spanish. They've it is said Spanish. That before. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've been pretty clear at events. <laughs> totally that Spanish. That pair didn't go to. All right. Womp, next. Womp. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice work. I agree. Star Fox is going to be a big deal. It's going to be like the smash of last year's E3. Um, but I think we're going to see a decent chunk or at least a, a single run of uh, the show be about their uh, first mobile games. Mm -hmm. About mm. the about the Dina or the DNA or whatever. Yep. Like. Yep. Um, and I think uh, – I, uh, I don't think we're going to see a Mario game. I don't think we're going to see a Zelda. I don't think we're going to see a Metroid. Uh, I see maybe a WarioWare-ish thing. Mm. I could see maybe a, like... Uh, Star Fox? Tetris. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, like, Tetris attack puzzle, like, Puzzle mm -hmm. League. Um, man, in my mind, a game I would really like would be a 2D Donkey Kong game that's like uh, Rayman Jungle Run, the Ubisoft uh, mobile game. I think they Ubisoft was really smart in taking traditionally what's a platformer yeah. and turning it to mobile where you're not using a fake D-pad and everything because the character is just always moving. Yeah. And so you control jumping and you control swinging. Well, take Jungle Beat. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there, granted, you were pounding on those drums to get them cool. to run. But give me Jungle Beat. Yeah, where you got a little um, rhythm on it. Yeah, I'll, totally. I'll take it. I would totally get it. Yeah, I don't right. want, you know, I don't want 
Super Mario Brothers on my phone. I want something cool that they designed particularly for my phone. You're not going to get Super Mario Brothers. I know. I don't think we will either. I mean, really? I don't know. It's just, I'm only to be the uh, the counter opinion here. Mario is the most recognizable icon they have. Well, you'll get 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 a Mario game. I agree. But there have been many games design. designed in like Mario uh, Mario 64 DS had a section of mini games that were 100% mobile games yeah. before the mobile market yeah. even no, was I think, a thing. I, I think that's what you're going to see, but you're not going to get Mario Brothers. Yeah, you're that's why I think get, we will not get Super Mario Brothers. I'm not going to yeah. get Mario. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I think I agree with that, but yeah. the idea no of Mario not making it to the phone, I 100% would disagree with. I the guess character will be there. Point. Yeah, man, I would love though to be able to like on the go make Mario Maker levels on my iPad. Now yeah. I can play them, just make them. Just yeah. mess around with it on a plane, just sort of create things and then have it, again, this is never going to happen, but have it you know, communicate know. with I my mean, Wii U. If you can my Wii U doesn't like anything else in my house. The, the partnership with, with DNA seems focused around tying together all of their ecosystems, but mm-hmm. that would mean that you'd only be building levels in Mario on tablet for Mario Maker. I don't yeah. think you can play a level of Mario Maker on a tablet. Yeah, I, I just think, don't think that's I think possible. the the true tying of ecosystems isn't going to be fully seen until whenever NX is. I just don't th- I think the Wii U is far enough along to where it's sort of uh I don't know, it's that like can't teach an old dog new tricks, I guess sure. for lack of a better term, but I think that the the DNA sort of uh Connectivity stuff is more in line with what Nintendo is going to be five years from now. Well, and I, I, I to, to toss this out there, I don't think to this day we've seen any sort of game that has existed um, in all spaces, meaning a home console, PC, and a tablet yet that mm-hmm. does it like that launched on all of them at the same time and did it well. I know XCOM came to iPad later. Yeah. And it's a it's a decent point. It doesn't look great. Like that was always my criticism of that yeah. thing, but it works just fine. Yeah, it yeah. Good. I mean, like over time, I but think Minecraft's been the thing that's proven, but that took a long time to yeah. to Terraria too. I guess that's, Terraria, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and that's another good example. And then you know some of the Spartan stuff that Microsoft's done. Okay. Yeah, on, like Hearthstone platforms. works really well on but, PC. But none of them talk to each other. They no, all no, are they standalone yeah, spaces, yeah. standalone things. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Do you think? Do you think the mobile stuff will even be at E3? I do. I have a prediction for that too. Oh, you do? Yeah. Wait, do you? Uh, do you, uh, I, oh, you first. Yeesh. Yeesh. Way to put me on the spot. Um, I honestly did not think the mobile stuff shows its face at E3. I think that they can use another event to push that. I feel yeah. like E3 is more about them selling their consoles for the, and their platforms versus them selling you know, what they're doing on mobile. Yeah. I just think they can tell that story for smartphones and where they're at with that at any time. I don't yeah. know if necessarily E3 plays that, but I wouldn't say that it's impossible. Like, it would never happen. Yeah. Part that's of my- like, I mean, oh, sorry, just to, just to finish yeah, the course. thought. That's like the question being, does Nintendo show up at an Apple event to demo a game? Do designers from Nintendo take the stage? That's weird. That's, that's a, that could that. be a thing. That, that you could have. Oh yeah, I'm just. Yeah. You could have That's, the Iwata moment at the Apple conference. Yeah, absolutely. I totally never thought of that, but yeah, yeah totally. You absolutely Please understand. Could. I mean, that would be yeah. the place to. That would also be the place to do it. Yeah. yeah. But my my thought for E3, which I mean, that can like uh, the Apple event almost makes more sense now that you've mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, but my thought is just E3 is that event where all of. Uh, 
all of media has its eyes on games. Yeah. You know, mainstream media. Good Morning America is going to be there. Entertainment Weekly is going to be there. You know, nightly news. Like, you're going to get, like, my, my mom knows that E3 goes on. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, I know, yeah. She's, yeah. Well, and, and to, to piggyback that <laughs> point. Signing day in, in the sleep house. <laughs> yeah. To piggyback that point, and then I'm going to toss it over to Pear. That would mean if the if the mobile games show up at E3, that means they're serious, like, mm-hmm. about this this play. They are yeah. absolutely serious. I, and then the be. showing up at the Apple event is just the next. That's second base. I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe even third. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share my opinion I, after your, your opinion. next prediction. No, no, no. Because, oh, because yeah, it ties well, because into, it ties into my prediction. Yeah, uh, just skip and I'll I'll swap places. No, you. that's terrible. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's a, he's a man of the circle. Already. No, no, no. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to let anything disappear. Go. Oh. We'll come Again, back like as a board game fan, this is like cheating. That's like, all right. Giving yeah, me... you, you... No, so I I think that they are. I think they're cautious about announcing mobile projects, but they want to acknowledge it for the investors because. You know, retailers don't care. Other publishers don't care. You know, the press is not going to care that much at an event like E3. But I think they will say, we'll give you a taste of what Nintendo on mobile means. And I do think they'll have a new Nintendo sub-brand for what they called on mobile. I don't know what it's going to be. But, like, I think the game they'll announce, I love being super specific, too, because it's um, you can be so wrong. But if you get it right, man... Like, yeah, you're a wizard. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a wizard, Annie. I'm just watching you go. Um, no, it's <laughs> Nintendo's WarioWare Tilt Madness for mobile. And I think they'll come out and they'll say, we want to make sure that the Nintendo brand is represented of mobile devices. We'll do something different. You know, the thing we love about uh, mobile uh, mobile devices, they all have their own tilt sensor. We've experimented with this ourselves, and we proudly present, you know, our WarioWare mobile offering. It's all about just playing for five seconds while you're at a bus stop, and you share your scores, like your best scores, with all your friends through the Nintendo mobile network, the, you know, the DNA kind of network. I think they'll announce that. They'll announce one title, and then they'll move on, because they do not want to divert from the fact that they are a console and hardware maker and that that is their main game and not mobile and that's why i think it'll be it'll be a five minute portion of their programming i just wonder if part of their uh sort of viewpoint on mobile is to look at what was super successful for them on wii Mm -hmm. and what was super successful for them on wii was wii sports yeah was i don't know big brain academy like like those kind of like life gamified like life kind Mm -hmm. of stuff um i just wonder if they don't play that card first instead of like warioware is a hardcore gamers game like and and we love it like it's it's great i hope that's a thing but I almost wonder, do they instead look at that other stuff and go, well, well, this made us a lot of money. Maybe we should go with this instead. Yeah, there are a lot of silly games on phones that kids play where it's all about, like, flushing toilets and all that. There are, <laughs> there are a bunch of popular games. Like, when I visited Germany, um, you know, my, my little – little my, my son's kids. What are they, cousins? No, what are they? No, your nephews. My kids? nephews. Your my, son's kids my are your My brother's kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother's kids. Uh, my nephews, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They, they were playing – most outrageous, ridiculous games, and they all looked like WarioWare knockoffs to me. And I think that that play style is proven. It's what Nintendo thinks it's appropriate for mobile devices, like that quick play. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what they're going to lead with. Yep. But I think that will be it for their mobile talk at E3, and they'll focus much more on console. Okay. And 3DS. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my prediction will be I'm going to take a safe bet on this one too. Metroid returns for 3DS and Wii U. I think this has been a long time coming. I think whatever these games were, they've been in the works for a while, if they were. Um, and I think, I don't think 
delaying a Metroid to move it to the next thing, if uh, an unannounced Metroid thing at that, would mm-hmm. make a whole lot of sense. Because Metroid, as much as we love Metroid, Metroid isn't one of the big temple franchises. It's it's something that is very important to a very limited group of people. Sure. And I would be willing to bet those people own Wii U's. Yeah. Yeah. I would 100% bet those people own Wii U's. It's a silly bet at that, but... They have hinted that there is a Wii U and a, like a, a sort of Metroid in the works that could be... I don't think it's one game across both. I think it's two separate projects. I think they've hinted as much. And I think it's about time. Honestly, Metroid has been missing for a long time. So you think this is going to be like the, when, the same fall where we got Prime and Fusion? I hate is to think right? history repeats itself that often, but I think that to them maybe that's the kind of coming mm-hmm. out party that Metroid needs. I mean, the last time they did it, it was great. Worked out really well for them. Yeah. I mean, do you view it as like the, the 3DS one would be a traditional 2D and the Wii U one would be ostensibly Prime 4? That's the thing I'm not sure. <clears throat> I think one of them is a 2D game. I just don't know if one of them is a Prime game. That's the thing that... Uh, We're getting again, Hunters too. For, you better for, like it. For Please us, don't. Prime... Prime I, like, I, people will disagree with me, but part of me thinks Prime burned out a little. I honestly feel that way. I feel like by the third, the third game is still brilliant, but it starts out in, in sort of a weird way. I think Prime Hunters was absolutely an example of that, but it wasn't really made by Retro. It was made by, um, what's the team at Nintendo? Uh, the one that did 1080 snowboarding? NST? NST, yeah. Nintendo Software Technology. Yeah, and I agree with you. I actually thought the franchise burned out by the third one. It didn't feel special, even though it was a really cool game. It had some really awesome stuff in it with the gesture control, the too. the was fantastic. All the Especially welding, the last area you open. The beautiful. crazy, like, tracks that you're, uh, like, the sky tracks and all that was just really, it's a really good game, but it didn't have that same kind of novelty impact. And, I and so I don't believe- think the next Metro is going to be a prime game. Okay. And yeah. I also think Retro burned out on that game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, right after or shortly before or after uh, Metro Prime 3, some key people left Retro, started their own studio. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And others ended up on like Halo 4, for example. Which is why Halo 4 looks so much like Metroid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost funny like now when we're seeing the Halo, Halo 5 and you have like Master Chief walking up uh, or, or sitting uh, all like damaged and like Dark Samus walks, walk, I mean, Locke yeah, yeah. Lock walks yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's <laughs> oh, sorry. That, no, but yeah, it has yeah. that exact same, Chief. it has that like Master Chief Dark, Master mm-hmm. Chief setup. Yeah, totally. Like that totally. game feels really similar to Metroid now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, all right. Which is, you know, it's not like Dark Samus didn't remind me of Dark, Dark Link, but. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That other game. All right, Marty, you're up. And then we'll go back in regular order. Yeah. What round is this? This is, this is uh, the last one. The, no, this is the end of round four. I'm finishing off round four. Yeah, and then, okay, it's, and then we have one five. more to go. Oh, I have no other crazy ideas left. All what? Right, we'll go. What? Um, what? This is a weird one. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm just going to predict it anyways. Uh, we know that... Uh, F-Zero, no. Le- <laughs> I literally just deleted F-Zero. Yeah. Uh, I deleted... Er, <laughs> we, uh, Lego Dimensions. They deleted it from. Yeah. Lego Dimensions just got announced. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we know Lego Dimensions is You can coming. pre-order each figure right now. They're okay. available for pre-order, even though it comes out in September. You'll probably be able to find them it's, all, unlike other toys. It's a, no, it's a little <laughs> bit like Amiibo, life. where you can. It's not out, but you can pre-order it. That's so dumb. Yeah. Keep going. Um, that was all I'm saying about it's Amiibo coming. This it's week. coming for you. Wii U. It seems to be one of the rare third-party games that is has been announced. So like fall third-party games that is coming to Wii U. Uh, I think there's going to be some sort of cute uh, Nintendo exclusive things whether it's a Nintendo-exclusive world in the game, because the whole game is about, like, oh. visiting different worlds. Do you think they'll announce the actual Lego sets for, like... 
like that Legend would be of incredible Zelda? like a Mario or that a Zelda Lego set cool. and then those exist within the Wii U version of the game oh. and I don't think you could like the way those sensor works I doubt you could like put an amiibo on the Lego sensor or vice versa I don't think that's how any of that's gonna work. no they're different yeah I was yeah. actually surprised that Nintendo didn't let them use NFC, NFC but yeah. I guess that would be expensive for Lego too to have NFC and you know the technology sure, for the sure. other systems yeah. Um, but yeah given that the whole game is about mm. going to weird worlds uh, DC worlds and Lord of the Rings and you know, Back to the Future and Wizard of Oz. Uh, I think throwing some Nintendo exclusive stuff over there would be cool. Also, the fact that like the only exclusive Lego game was a Wii U game, Undercover. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. That's also yeah. weird that that never came to other consoles. And no, Nintendo pub- Nintendo paid to publish. Oh, really? That. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo paid for that game. But it is. I agree with you. I mean, it's Lego GTA. It's actually. I mean, if you haven't played it, uh, the game's dear, really dear fun. Listeners, it's really fun. It's yeah, a good if you game. have a Wii U and you're like, man, I want somebody to play that. Like, yeah. if you haven't played that, go back because yeah. the game's really funny and just a lot of fun and good jokes, very yeah. playful. But um, I mean, we have seen um, fans pitch uh, through Lego Kuso, which is mm-hmm. which was this program where you could pitch things like, for example, the DeLorean got pitched uh, pitched through it and actually got made by Lego when it when it got an. Uh, an votes there were proposals for mario and zelda games yeah. and others in the past and like zelda just makes so much sense yeah, it's great. like the perfect lego playset if you have the forest temple yeah, totally. or the you know Absolutely. the fire temple yeah. and so if they were able to do that do an announcement of something like an exclusive nintendo world yeah that yeah. you unlock mm. with figurines and they real figurines that'd be really cool that's right? good thinking marty yeah. sleeva i did it mm. also i, did you I see pre-order what that right so wait, now uh, um i hope i do hope it happens wait i just want to backtrack real quick because someone listening might have caught this wait did you say uh lego city undercover might have been the last lego because lego marvel superheroes did come out and so did i think the last batman no no, no. lego city undercover was the last single console exclusive oh, yeah. LEGO got it, got it, got it. all the other Lego games come out for yeah, everything they come yeah. out for everything and right. Universe cool, cool. also got announced for Wii U yeah. so. dude that yeah. would be really rad that's a really good yeah. prediction I yeah. like that yeah Man. Cool. yeah no that's that would be really really cool especially mm-hmm. like Lego and Nintendo like, oh, seem pretty yeah yeah that would be super, super mm-hmm. cool alright um, last round I don't want to try this but I'm going to throw this out here anyway you do? I love Lego so much yeah, so do I. I have so much Lego at home that's true you do yeah I'm. Uh, I just built the the big X-wing. I rebuilt the old Tie Fighter from 2000, the collector's edition. It took me two weeks to find all the pieces in the house. One I found behind the couch. Um, and <laughs> I just pictured, one one I'm was in the to, one was in the van, so you're never gonna see it again. I'm about to build. I mean, my That's kids. No, I'm about to build a Slave One, the Bo- mm-hmm. Boba Fett shit. Should Where are you gonna put all these things? Boba Fett. Yeah. Can we spoil the episode seven trailer through Legos? To no, oh, that'd no, be great. absolutely not. Rebuild. All right, next thing. So <laughs> we didn't take a break. So I, I almost feel like we should before we do this last round. And I do have some question okay. block questions. So okay. why don't we take a break? And when we come back, you get the last round of IGN's Nintendo E3 predictions. Don't miss it. Jose Otero here with Marty Sleva Your and so Claire Schneider. Hello. Oh, the so cameras on. Your breaks are so quick. Yeah, they're quick because the camera's on it. I don't think they edit out what we do on breaks. So. Yeah, they do. No, uh, they the don't. other shows do. Uh, I don't tell them the timestamps, so I don't 
don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's our last round of E3 predictions. This is it. This is the the make or break uh, deal. Uh, I want to try. I want to play this prediction so much, but I just don't think it's real. You should. I like a few years ago. I predicted a 3D handheld, and I thought it was a stupid idea. Well, I think this is a stupid idea. And it idea. worked. I just no spent mind. one of my predictions saying that I believe there will be a Wii U price drop. But the other half of that prediction, to me, is a redesigned Wii U. But what? the logic doesn't make sense to me yet. Let me, let me, let me iron this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Screw it. It's That's your there. prediction or no? I think so, yeah. A re- Did a you redesigned want your predictions conflict? Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they do. Well, maybe they do and maybe they don't. What yeah. if a redesigned Wii U is cheaper to make? That's the thing. What if a redesigned Wii U makes it look cool? What is it because made from, right like now, different material? You see this thing at stores, like it's a hemp machine. And it's, it's a big tablet. It, it uh, don't get me wrong. It feels good in your hands, but it still has that reputation of being sort of big and and not very sleek, not very cool looking. Like you don't hear people say their Wii U looks cool. If um, they shrunk the screen, are there any games that really rely on minute? Um, Anything off TV detail? would, yeah. But that that would, and well, picking would three's still work controls. with uh, with a screen the size of a 3ds XL. No, you could still play these games. I just think part of bringing the price mm. down and part maybe of not reading, part of generating yeah. buzz potentially for this thing is redesigning it. But the, then the the foil becomes well, there's so many that how many have they made and how many of those do they have to unmake in order to make this happen? Like I don't, I don't 100. I'm not sold on this myself. That's why I feel kind of silly. Okay, throwing it out there, but I'm gonna go with it. But they've done it. A few times. I mean, they usually drop like the a port or something, or you know. Yeah, but it's on consoles that sell well. Like the the, the NES got redesigned. That was one of their best selling systems. Super Nintendo redesigned. One of the best selling systems. Wii redesigned because it was one of the best selling systems. Look at the other way around. N sixty four, to my knowledge, was never redesigned. Yeah. Well, the Pikachu GameCube <laughs> was never redesigned. Well, no, hold on, hold on. There were cheaper versions produced of a lot of machines for China too. There were there were redesigned versions that dropped certain things. But they weren't good looking machines. No, 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 they were weren't. They? they were just the let's spec it down so we can bring down the production yeah. cost and sell it in a secondary market or you know emerging market. Um, they they've How done this. this. Captures just the 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 crazy nature of you know like trying to figure out what Nintendo does because we don't yeah. know. <laughs> this but, is what happens. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sold on but this, but, but I'm going to stick with it. But it's I mean we have seen the strategy obviously from from Sony and Microsoft where they take the machine and they bring down the size because technology quite frankly has advanced since they came mm-hmm. out. The, some of the cooling issues they had when they first designed the box that's why they're making them so big, right? Yeah. Has has all shrunk down and they can sell it at a better price. It might and even better form factor. Squash speculation that we but use, the Wii is that, tiny. Well, no, but it's it might really squash small. a lot of speculation that they're done with the system. Like mm. I think this E3 is a pivotal moment for them because they have to convince a lot of people that this thing is going to be around for the next year, maybe a little longer than a year at yeah. least, because they've announced the code name to their next thing and. A lot of people have jumped to assumptions. What does that mean? Do you, do you, you think know? maybe a redesign could be included hard drive? Or do you feel like that's not a good value proposition because not that many people down? I think it would help to promote their digital strategy. It's like the Wii U I think Deluxe. The, New Wii U. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, no, I just... I don't oh know. I mean, God, they, they, totally they seem to be sticking to, the, to this hard drive thing. <laughs> New I don't, Nintendo is yeah. going to be the next platform. I don't know if putting a hard drive in necessarily brings the price down, but I do think no. that there are s- certain components, certain elements, and certain places that that system can use a bit of nipping and tucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah certainly. I mean, I, I think, I again, I don't know how small the screen could get for you to still 
be able to read the text for all the games you can play off screen. But I think they can squeeze it down a little bit more. And, you know, then you are saving a little money on the screen. You could save money on the on the on the um, actual Wii U console too. I think it's a there's a way to do it. And I, and I they think could it, forget to pack in. It tells the power a positive cords. story for them a little bit because right now their story has been we're making really great games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have. But it hasn't but, helped them out of the situation. Yeah. And I wonder if part of that is because not just the branding was confusing from the start, but because the box itself was just never that cool to look at to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, yeah. It's a, it's a. I mean, it's a good, it's a good thought. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to focus on the price drop for mm-hmm. the machine. Okay, and that maybe maybe they're saving some money on just making, you know, being more efficient in how they produce Wii U's. Um, okay, but I just don't think they'll they'll play the redesign game because it's not a huge success, not, right? They, yeah, yeah, like that's a big investment to redesign the machine and market it with a new form factor or something. Selling and a I lot don't of think Amiibos. I they, hope they're using that cash. They're obviously not going to dump the gamepad now, right? Like that's something yeah. they've said we're not going to do. Yeah. So it's a good point. Yep. All right, so my last prediction is very similar to you. I think the, oh, hold on, one more thing trailer is going to be the retro Metroid game, and I think it's going to be third person. Mm. And I think for two reasons. One, when Metroid Prime started its life, it was a third-person game. Nintendo suggested, "Hey, you haven't figured out the, you haven't figured out how to handle, you know, camera control in a shooter like that in the third person." You know, certainly that been experiments like Jet Force Gemini that didn't work out in my eyes with the third-person camera. Now they have Splatoon, and they are showing that you can create really good third-person controls with the Wii U, where the screen actually can and and the tilt. Um, Don't use tilt. Motion Please sensors and everything. Tilt's not that no, no, but I think not, I'm not a big tilt fan. No, no, okay. Not tilt, but you know, you can you can use the gamepad to aim. I think that's going to be their, their approach. Third person, because more now more than ever, character matters. Samus is a character that they want to promote. In Metroid Prime, she was hidden a lot of times when you know when she was a ball, she was there, but you didn't see her as much as you could. And I think they're very conscious of that. And I think. Absolutely, I think Metroid Prime as a franchise felt complete and like a great experiment, but it didn't feel new at the end. And I think going back to a third person, ignoring the the Tecmo game, going back to a third person, having Retro do it makes all the sense in the world now. I think it'll be awesome. And I think it's yeah. not it's not going to be a 2015 game. I think this is the. By the way, we have one more things in the thing in the works. Yeah, and part of last then it's going to get delayed and it's going to get moved to NX. <laughs> I love that that got tacked on. No, but part of last year's no. E3 was a lot of games leading into this year, yep. 2015. And I absolutely think and 100% believe that E3 this year will involve the same strategy. Oh, yeah. A lot, showing of, a lot of spring and summer yeah, 2016. Yeah, so. a lot of, but, hey, here's what's coming in 2016 from us. And it's unfortunate that Zelda is not part of that yeah. strategy yeah. right now, but I like this idea a lot. Which, I think it's really cool. Which to me means that there's got to be another big game that gets demoed outside of Star Fox. That's why I thought Animal Crossing makes sense as a console demo and something that they could actually crank out for this year. Um, mm. But we'll see. Okay. Probably none of these, uh, none of our um, predictions, predictions are going to come true because, like, I mean, who can predict projects like, you know, Codename Steam. Nope. Like, or Splatoon. No one last year was like, ah, I think there's going to be a game with paint squids, and I think there's going to be one with Abraham Lincoln. Or no one and, said that in last year's I show. Mean, and honestly, no. Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. Fire Emblem crossover. Who would have ever predicted something like that? Yeah. Like, 
You cannot predict that. No, like that's what makes this job so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, but like I mean. Taking the Mario Party formula and turning it into a Nintendo Party like Nintendo Land, that makes makes sense, right? And you yeah. can predict that. I mean, who thought the big thing last year was going to be Amiibos? Uh, going into it, we we had some conversations yeah. where we said this is going to be Nintendo's toys big to life. Maker. Yeah, yeah. Me, and, me and Brian recorded some conversations where we were like, hey, this genre is huge. And if they approach it the right way they can take a piece of that i don't think they've 100 percent approached it the right way but they still took a piece of it yeah i think the figures look great yeah i think the content is still they've turned their fan base into mad men (laughs) and after you know after like when you first saw skylanders you know you look at it and you're like oh my god just think if somebody applies that to Star Wars or what if Nintendo applied that to its universe like you could quickly imagine that anyone with a good stable of characters could use the Skylanders formula to totally. do something else yeah. I thought it was going to be Pokemon I thought this is the future for Pokemon yeah. is Skylanders like even you can even take that kind of almost gauntlet gameplay Man, for po- Pokemon Pokemon seems so predatory though like there's over 750 of those things perfect like, we're barely perfect. getting 50 Smash Brothers no, characters no, no, no. Yeah. The door no, right but now. this was your ideal world scenario. Skylanders, Activision, and Toys for Bob did a great job at rolling out all these different characters and having you uh, making you want to play them. Disney Infinity did a great yeah. job well, with it. Well, you right? brought up to me too that transferring characters in like a Skylanders game is an event. It's something that you yeah. reach a door where you're like, "Hey, I need fire here," and then you swap it out, and there's this transformation. And yeah, it's yeah. Instant, and, and you're in, and that's it. I don't mean to bring up board games all the, all the time, even though they're really amazing, love board games. and I love them. How about checkers? Um, huh? Are we Can, talking about checkers? Then? No, no. I'm, I'm like more like Star Wars Armada and okay. Machi Koro and all these games are great. Anyway, um, but I love the physical, like the physical move of doing something. But I thought Mario Party got it wrong. I didn't like it. But in Skylanders, it's perfect because you're you're actually you're taking an action to to place a character and then something happens and it feels like an event. And you usually like you're coming up to a door and you're like, oh, I need a fire guy. And you do it. And that's why I thought like Pokemon as a as an amiibo toys to life game was the surefire bet. But you know, they went a completely different route. Yeah. I like it because I like collecting like, you know, Link and and Samus better than collecting more Pokemon. But mm-hmm. you know, it is it is a that's what I'm saying. You can never predict which direction they're going to go. No, yeah. you can't. Oh, I, I should have totally right. predicted a Pokemon Toys to Life game. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Pokemibos. Oh man. man. Here we go. Exactly. All right, Marty. Pre-order. Um, You're this up. Is, this is my. I think this has been one of my Nintendo E3 predictions for the past uh, oh. seven years. Oh yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'm done. I already know. <laughs> do you know this one? <laughs> of course I do. Is it Mother Three? Wait, no. what did you think I was going to say? No, finish, and I'll, I'll okay. tell you uh, what Mother I 3 coming to 3DS. Okay. Finally. Oh, we're yeah. finally getting that okay. translation. It. I take it back. It's finally happening. The f- they're going to do their own translation? No, they'll take the, they'll, they'll take the, one, we got. They'll take the one we got. Wow. Nintendo's just so nice. Celebrating oh. that 21st anniversary of Earthbound. Is it going to be called Earthbound? Uh, Earthbound. Earthbound. It's yeah. like the James Cameron Earthbound. sequel. Yeah. I like that you that you switched this up. I was ready for another Banjo-Kazooie prediction. <laughs> no, that's done. <laughs> we already talked We talked about that unlocked, whether... Uh, because the guy had the. T- did you guys talk about the Banjo Kazooie Smash Brothers thing? Yeah, on here no, we didn't. Actually. Okay, no, but that was cool. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, someone uh, now that you can obviously like they want fans to to let them know who they want as new characters of Smash. Someone tweeted at uh, Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft, uh, like, "Hey, well, it'd be awesome to have Banjo in Smash." And he said, "We've absolutely worked with Rare on licensing things back to Nintendo in the past, and it'd be rad to have 
Banjo and Smash. But I think that was just like Phil Spencer being a good guy. Yeah, he, like, he put like, down he... his phone and said, ha ha. No, <laughs> no I think it's the I'm same because like this week he that also really tweeted nice out, like, congrats to Sony and, and FromSoft for selling one million no, units of Bloodborne. Yeah, he's yeah. super cool on Twitter yeah. in terms of like just how he presents yeah. himself. But it would yeah. be he awesome is... to have Banjo and but, Smash. And, and I, I mean, I think partially it's Phil is smart and yeah. he knows if you are, this This is what what the audience, what fans don't expect from the leader of Xbox, yeah. right? They don't expect him to go like, sure, Banjo can appear in, uh, you know, can appear in Smash Bros. Banjo and Kazooie were on the GBA, obviously, mm-hmm. when Microsoft already owned oh, them that, through yeah. a licensing deal with THQ. So it can absolutely happen. That was through THQ? Yeah, and Microsoft did not have a handheld, and so that makes it made, made it a little easier. Yeah. And, and MS, they obviously, they put games on, on iPhones as well and, and iPads. But, um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Wait, what are we Phil, talking about? We're still like talking Banjo about Banjo? Oh, yeah. and, like, I, I don't think that that's going to happen. About, because I don't think Nintendo would ever ask for that. Yeah. But what about Ryu Be- in Smash Bros? Yeah, what's, what's all that Roy nonsense, huh? in Smash Bros. Did you hear about the, the news? So uh, someone on Reddit was taking credit for sort of decrypting the, uh, the Smash Brothers files and finding sound drops, sound files for Roy, uh-huh. who was previously in Smash Bros. Melee, yeah. and Ryu... Uh, from Capcom Street Fighter, yeah, including background music, and so it has led to a lot of speculation. Now, first of all, I mean, it's whether or not this thing is real to begin with. Like uh, you the, never know. The, the idea of a decryption or, or someone actually getting that part right. No offense, but working this beat, you learn to take everything that you see yeah. on the internet with a grain of salt, like, like the Mario Maker picture, or like, well, that was a different <laughs> example of me being 100 percent wrong, and you were there to see it. Uh-huh. But I'm talking about more like the Raymans and Smash. Oh, totally. And the you know the E3 list that everyone loves to act like Nintendo just leaves their E3 Zelda list. movie trailer. Oh, is that that crappy picture on the side? Yeah, like yeah, angle? because you know nothing yeah. would have like uh, I'm not even going to say it because people will change their photoshops. But anyway, um, yeah. So I think Ryu would make. A lot of sense for Smash Brothers, sure, um, and given lot. the relationship Capcom has with Nintendo and putting in Mega Man, I think they would 100% be okay yeah. with putting. Even the move set makes sense, like just neutral B being Hadouken and his recovery attack Hadouken. being Shoryuken and him getting back yeah. on stage. But it's just a matter of is that a thing or is this someone just trolling? Yeah. As this always ends up being in the most cases. I think it's a troll, but it would be really awesome. Like that, the Street Fighter characters just. They would feel at home in that world too. Yeah, it would it be would. cool to It'd see be, them. Yeah, a lot less weird than having Snake in uh, Brawl. Yeah. Snake yeah. was like the weird one, right? Like yeah. the one that didn't match. And I feel the same way about Bayonetta, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it yeah. just doesn't quite match. Whereas like Mega Man and Pac Man, you're like, yep, it's just a matter of when, not, not if. Mm-hmm. Um, and Banjo Kazooie would fit amazingly well yeah. in this franchise. But I just feel like that's where Nintendo goes, oh, Microsoft is using this as a Trojan horse. Uh, Conquer, by the way, too. As a Trojan horse to promote, uh, what is that, Project Spark? Or, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I don't think they would ever go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think Phil would go for it. Yeah, like, I do think. And like, a couple yeah. years from now, Microsoft will have uh, its name in the opening credits of pretty much every console game you think with so? Minecraft. Yeah. There but, we go. Um, yeah. So Mother, Mother 3, really interesting. Not going to happen, but I want it, to. It, but it has to. It's just like <laughs> this weird thing where yeah. it is it is so cheap. Mm-hmm. To make it happen, especially as a downloadable. Totally. It is so cheap. And we're getting Lucas. Like, they still love Lucas. Obviously, pick, Lucas is coming back to Smash. Pick mm-hmm. any game idea you Nintendo could be working on. M- releasing a localized version of Mother 3 on 3DS is the cheapest thing they could work on. Yeah. No question. Is Lucas the only Smash character that Americans can't legally play his game? Um, <laughs> what, wait, what? Uh, you know what I mean? uh, 
I mean, I guess I'd Game and Watch at, like is a little. I don't know, there was a game. There's a Game and Watch for. Hmm. Yeah, they they've had, yeah. they've re-released Game and Watches yeah. on like yeah. DS. Um, well, they at one point I would have said. Takumaru? I f- I'm forgetting his official name, but it's... Uh, Ninja Castle. Ninja Castle. Muramasa... Uh, Muramasa yeah, Nazo Muramase Joe yeah, yeah. was was a Jap- Japan-only thing yeah, until they yeah. just recently put it on the eShop um, yeah. with his character. There's co- well, like right. the detective club, all that stuff, but yeah. there are no playable characters, playable characters in Smash. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. There, there are they're definitely um, stuff that's referenced left and right that oh, didn't totally. make it yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Like even uh, Fat Little Mac from Captain Rainbow. That game will never see the light of oh, day yeah. here. Yeah. Fat Little um, Mac. Yeah. Yeah, the, the overweight Mac. little Mac, mm. who you have to help him solve his weight problem yeah. on, on an island. Yeah, this is a thing. It's amazing. Uh huh. Video games poor are awesome. fat little Mac. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's a good prediction. Like, I, like I feel like yeah. there's absolutely no reason why that's not real. Like, I, yeah. I also like your uh, point that Mother Three would be one of the cheapest things they could do right now. If, by not? the way, anybody listening, if you can think of something cheaper Nintendo could do, like to create a game and release it on any of their platforms right now, let me know. And it'd be such a like, show of goodwill. Yeah. Like something that hasn't been released. So yeah. I promised uh, our listeners last week we would have some question block questions, but we have not done it, and we're hitting an hour in a second. Do you guys have... We should ten, do it. We, can we yeah, get a few in, and then next show we'll do as many as we can as, yeah. as, as, as a, as a makeup, as yeah, a promise. Yeah, we get a few in. Make it for the promise. Okay, so first question about question comes from, uh, and you know how this segment works, we quickly try to tackle one of your questions. Uh, usually there's a four-minute timer running. I'm going to keep it running, but I'm not going to be a super <laughs> stringent yeah. person about this. Uh, I might let some of them even go further. <laughs> so anyway, first question comes from... <laughs> Chris from uh, Saskatoon. Uh, just, uh, okay. I like how you all like gung ho again and then yeah. uh, the no, and then Saskatoon, I read it. Saskatchewan, Canada. Where my vowels? Canada. Yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. What Nintendo franchise do you think could benefit the most from a more robust gameplay update or quote unquote reboot? And what aspects of the formula would you change? He gives us an example. I'll be playing Zelda until I die, but I think that an update to the formula without changing the core mechanics would go uh, without changing the core mechanics would go a long way. I would like to see more RPG elements worked into the franchise. This could include a more robust skill system and or upgrades upgradable weapons and items. I'm thinking of boomerangs, bows, hook shops with different attributes that might fit various playstyles. I wouldn't go as far as XP or leveling up. Other Zeldas included this kind of progression, uh, especially Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. The shields were like upgradable, if you remember. Uh, but it was more linear than what I am thinking. Uh, and then he closes out with what little information was Nintendo has given about Zelda Wii U. He's hoping that they're putting in and integrating more player choices in that game. Yeah. All right. There you have that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. So, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, Franchise that can use a robust gameplay update or reboot. Mine would be Pokemon. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah. Mine I, too. I think yeah. both immediately. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon was a thing I adored uh, the first few iterations of, and then I just feel like it's been, you know, sort of retreading the same ground. I haven't put a ton of time in the last couple, uh, but it's still one of those things I would love a big open world i would love it on a console yeah. i would love mm-hmm. to be able to you know have the freedom to explore again this is all that pie in the sky but like the the feeling you get when you wander around skyrim yeah uh that sort of freedom of having this amazing world and wandering around and sort of having those moments of awe and instead of i don't know maybe take it back to like the original og like 150 151 pokemon because i think 700 sort of dilutes it it makes each one a little less special uh, I would rather see a game with less, with fewer Pokemon, and have them, <laughs> I and have them all, uh, have them all mean a little bit more. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I you know I loved the Pokemon games when they first came out, mm-hmm. and and whenever I go back and play one, I I really enjoy it still. But the mechanics are the same, right? Like the way you encounter the Pokemon, the way you prevent encountering them, the way you train them, what you do, how you trade them, how you interface with the gym leaders. You know, like that whole progression of the quest is always the same. Yeah. And that's where I feel like and the angle the 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 you know the presentation is still very similar even after the upgrades. And Pokémon still, you know, like they, they need voices, they need they they can really benefit from, from some serious upgrades. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's an MMO would be amazing. Yeah. Like if they could figure out how to do that, even a 2D MMO where you're meeting other real players yeah. and maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's not MMO, true MMO, but you have like, you know, 16 players on one server yeah, rather than totally. hundreds. Um, that open world would be amazing or a 3D game. Like if somebody with the skill of the the makers <laughs> of a Zelda game tackled Pokemon, yeah. you know, Game Freak is not that company. Mm-hmm. If they did it, it would be so freaking cool. That's you Retro's know. game, 3D yeah. Pokemon. Okay. I will be, uh, to to bring some variety to this question, I would say Kirby. I think Kirby, mm. absolutely, it's time for a reboot slash change. And mm. I feel you get pieces of that every time they try the experimental stuff with Kirby. For example, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse or uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn or uh, I'm sure I'm missing a bunch. Even the uh, pinball stuff to yeah. me is more interesting than traditional Kirby games. Night, uh, Return to Dreamland. And 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 mass uh, no not mass, mass attack. attack I like mass attack triple uh, triple, triple deluxe yeah. just didn't do it for me really yeah and I, when I was playing box boy you know also from from Hal yeah I was thinking why didn't they take this concept and make that the core Kirby gameplay like the the concept of extruding and like you know like hooking yourself onto things mm-hmm. or creating a, a stair step like it feel feels so like perfect for a Kirby game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they kind of put it out as a very simple, you know, very minimalist game. And I enjoy the game a lot. But like when I played it, I'm like, man, they should have done this to Kirby. Mm-hmm. I just it thought it could perfect. feel that that mechanic could also feel like a Yoshi game with his tongue. Yeah, sort of his tongue yeah. using him to blam, get from point A mm-hmm. to point yep. B. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah cool. but good good point. Yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome, great question. Next comes from Ba-ding! friend of the show, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave hey, says. Dave. So, Donkey Kong 64 is now available on the Wii U in the U.S. Any chance it'll come up in conversation during MVC this week or next, Hmm. or maybe even in a separate video? I never played it back in the day, so it holds zero nostalgic value for me. A game like Mario 64 is very good, even without considering its influence or relying on fond memories. Does Donkey Kong 64 have any of that timeless quality, or were its good reviews, uh, Matt Kessmessina gave it a 9, more a product of the tastes of that era. So I've not played this game, so you two have to run with it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think there's I, a really I, good I, chance I we're going to talk little. about Donkey Kong 64. Yeah. That was his first question. Is yeah. there a chance? There is a chance. There's a chance. We'll talk okay, about it we're right talking now. About it. Can you guys be um, wasting time? There's only two of us. We can vamp. So, so I, I, I absolutely, I think out of all the, out of all the, the big releases from that era, it's, it has not aged that well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the time, we were very, very happy to see the franchise back. And we really loved the kind of Banjo-Kazooie-style setup and the sense of humor. And, you know, that, like just that big world was really cool to see. Um, but it was it was the worst excesses of the collectathon setup. Absolutely, you know, yeah. having multicolored bananas that could only be picked up by a certain character, but that you would see all the time, but you couldn't change on the fly. It just created this kind of almost punishing world mm-hmm. where where you're like, oh, it's 
it's a chore to yeah. collect everything, right? Yeah, and yeah. so it's not – I sometimes talk about the game as if it's the worst game ever made. But, no, and it isn't. It's like it's got some really cool levels, like the high-tech kind of factory level, yeah. all that stuff. There's really some really good stuff. And the fact that you can swim and jump and do all these different things was great. But it is not Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think – uh, DK64 and Jet Force Gemini are probably the two games that I enjoyed yeah. the most at the time that looking back on I'm like man these have not aged well yeah. at all um, yeah I completely agree I, I adore Banjo-Kazooie it's one of my favorite games of all time but you said it this uh, started with Banjo-Tooie and then sort of hit a hit a peak with DK64 was that the order? yeah it was uh, Kazooie, Tooie, and then 64? I'm DK trying 64? to remember. Okay. I can look it up. Yeah. Keep but I think DK64 is the worst uh, culprit of, yeah, that that bloat. That uh, it went from, it was fun to explore each of the worlds in Banjo and sort of get to every nook and, nook and cranny and, and find everything. Whereas in uh, DK, it almost punished you. And it, it felt like you were at, like Atlas. Just You had the world on your back. Or you, you were Sisyphus. You were, you were pushing that boulder uphill. And that you kept... Finishing a level, then having to go through it again, and it wasn't that much different, even though you had a different character. Yeah. I like the different character approach. That could have been something really cool. Yeah. But the fact that you had to go through each level multiple times, and by the end of it, you had such fatigue of these maps. You were it's, so tired. Of yeah. It's maps. interesting because Mario reuses all of its maps and doesn't have that fatigue. Because the maps, the things change a little bit. They do. Like world, uh, the the. Uh, the bomb battlefield changes in mm-hmm. uh, Mario 64 depending on which star you go in to enter. And the collection is meaningful. Getting the red coins can be a puzzle, right? Oh, whereas, totally. Whereas in Donkey Kong, it was more like there's so many of them that when you have a lot of something, it's not special yeah, anymore. It feels like, like collecting like feathers or flags in Assassin's yeah. Creed. And that's where like in Banjo-Kazooie, hunting Jinjos was fun because yeah. there are only like five of them, yeah, right? Totally, yeah. and, like, so when you get them all, you feel a sense of accomplishment. The music notes actually lead you around the level yep. a bit. And in this game, it's just bananas everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah, this crazy. is to be believed, it was Banjo-Kazooie, then Donkey Kong 64, yep. then, then Jeff okay. Voice Gemini, and then, and then later uh, Perfect Dark, Tui and Conquer. Gotcha, and then gotcha. Mickey's Speedway USA. Oh, yeah. That's not even mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> no, that's shocking. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Diddy Kong like Racing is in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say DK64 is worth revisiting. If you're like a, no. a big Nintendo fan, in terms of it's interesting. <laughs> I don't think so. It's an I interesting said, thing. No. Like, no. if you want to, if you want to, sometimes just, just to watch history. a crappy movie to understand why it's crappy. Okay. But if you only, if you've played Mario 64, Sunshine, yeah. Galaxy. If you played all those games, you played Banjo Kazooie, you played Banjo Tooie, yeah. then it's worth looking at because you have nothing left to do. But uh, don't, but don't go out of your way to play it. No, but it's like worth seeing like the depths to to realize why something like Mario sixty four, why Banjo because we are good. Yeah, yeah. It, it puts in a it's, good light. To me, also, it's like it has that Peter rap ja- at the beginning. How does that exist? And that's no. How do we live in a world where that rap exists? But it's like it's like Peter Jackson, right? Um, like when you hold on one second. When you watch King it. Kong, yeah, there is it. a good movie in there, but it, it just nobody edited it, and that's oh, Donkey okay. Kong. And you said time. we could go late. You yeah, lied to you, us. Yeah, I what totally a lied to you. Man, I don't want to keep. This was hilarious, but I. I want to keep it going. Hey, what do you Next got? question comes from good friend of the show, Charles Gatson. Charlie hey, Gatson. Hey, he says, hi, guys. You got to answer that quick, though. Like everyone else, I'm, exa- I'm ex- ecstatic about the second Mario Kart 8 DLC pack. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel this will be the last expansion to this game? If not, what additions would you like to see? I know it's hard to predict since there's so much variation in the game. One big package of happiness. If they keep this up, this is going to be one of the biggest Nintendo games ever. So... Uh, first of all, is this the last expansion for 
Mario Kart 8. I yes. hope not. It is. I really, really, really I hope I thought not. about it for a long time. Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean, it took so long between the last DLC and this one, but I honestly feel if they announced another pair tomorrow, pair uh-huh. uh, tomorrow, that w- people would take it well because these are so, they've been really, really good. Yeah. Now, is there space on the menu screen to put this stuff? I don't think so. But uh, I, I agree with you that it's probably the last of it. But part of me wishes it wasn't because the Animal Crossing stage, all the stages look fantastic. It's not. I can't even pick one that I look at and go, oh, mm-hmm. that, that, that just looks boring. I mean, maybe Super Bell Subway. But even then, you pass by like World 1-1 Mario graffiti on the walls. And I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I, um, I don't think so. I think they, they did a great job pre-marketing the DLC where at the height of the game's popularity, you were upsold on these two expansion packs. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to keep the game and I'm going to pre-order those two expansions right now because they look awesome. And they're going to deliver on that. I think they are spending a lot of time developing these tracks. And I, I think, think they're, they're working on other things while they're developing But I think it. They're, they're now, they're saying, you know what? Before we make another four tracks, we're going to make a new game. I think they will start on the next Mario Kart or another game before they revisit this one because it's a game of diminishing returns, right? Like the second expansion pack is not going to do as well as the second one, as the first as the one. First. There's no, just no fair. way, right? And so I think they get more money by saying the next set of 20 plus tracks we're going to save for for a new game i mean it would it, in one way if they stuck to it it would help them in terms of here's another cool thing coming to wii u and it's one not a 100 percent brand new thing but something that people will really like yeah but i think you're right of course it, it is to some degree a game of diminishing returns where each dlc like it's kind of like the stories we hear where uh, a game comes out it's first week or first month is its biggest month and then yeah. it's just mm-hmm. it dips yeah. and it continues to dip some of them have a long tail but regardless you rarely see big spikes but uh, I do think or I do hope um, I don't know they Sp- did this one so right like of all the did DLC right. Nintendo has done this is one of the ones that just mm-hmm. felt really well executed yeah, the, but they despite also did, the amount of did time Pikmin it the same way now the DLC in Pikmin no, no. was not as special well, like yeah. it wasn't yeah. like but something but it was good it's just it was people good. didn't care yeah let's yeah, be fair but with, with Mario Kart I feel like they're done with it and they're moving on to Smash Brothers I think that's you're gonna now they're gonna spend time on on balancing new characters and all that and then whatever stages. new game comes out they're gonna have DLC for that yeah sell stages sell, mm-hmm. sell characters keep it going yeah I yep. think Animal Crossing takes a lot of time to make. So that's <laughs> yeah, what they're going to do I, now. I agree with that. I, yeah. don't think, I, I think they're probably at work on whatever the next handheld Mario Kart is going to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe they can one. reuse the track layouts pretty easily f- of all the tracks they've made already. Yeah. yeah. Get a running start. Especially if uh, NX and Wii U uh, have some kind of shared architecture, if that's the case. Yep. I'm not saying we know that. All right. We ended that one early. Ba, 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 Thank ba, you, Gatson. You got time for one more mm-hmm. or two more? Draw the line because we'll I'm going to keep depends going. Depends on how, how we'll long see, you we'll wait see how for the answer. We do the first one. Go. Okay, fine. So this is coming from uh, Santiago in Guadalajara. Ah. Uh, he says, I want to talk to you about the future of Nintendo platforms. Are we going to see Nintendo enter uh, strategies similar to iPhones where there are three or four versions of the iPhone that are compatible with every game and app out there? Is NX going to use the same eShop Will games still be compatible between all platforms? Oh, I see. 
Will we see more integration, basically, between 3DS and Wii U? Well, first of all, they've already done the iPhone, and that's the 3DS and the DS, right? They've iterated so much on the devices. Like, just think of the 2DS. Yeah. plays all your games, but they're not in 3D. And, uh, you know, then you've got the new 3DS. It plays all the 3DS games. So they've executed on that strategy with a handheld where it's cheaper. I don't but know. But unlike the iPhone, yeah. the next version doesn't trump the last one by that much. I mean, new 3DS just happened, whereas 2DS was the exact same internal sort of That was the know, cheap hardware. iPhone 5S. It was the 3DS minus 3DS. Yeah, 4C play, right? It was the cheaper version. To a degree, yeah. yeah. And, and to some degree, it worked out okay for them. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, a smashing success. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I just saw a message. I was trying to get someone in here to defend Donkey Kong 64. Nice. <laughs> and help Marty out. But he did a pretty good job on his own, so yeah. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to call off the dogs. All right. But anyway, going back to the question. Um... I just, I'm not, I think that's something they want. I just don't know if that's something that can exist right now. It comes with success. The iPhone is tremendously successful. Everybody wants one when there's a new one. And let's not forget that corporations supply them to, you know, all the execs. And mm-hmm. so there's like this built-in upgrade market. That's how, you know, Verizon gets you to stay with their platform. Yeah. They're going to give you a new one. So you cannot take that model that works so well for phones and apply it to other devices. Well, and to some degree, they've been doing it already, at least for years, with the backwards compatibility mm-hmm. that they've railed into everyone, right? Even though yep. they iterate on hardware, even though they make a new device, they always make sure it works with your but, DS or it works with mm-hmm. your GBA. They just are cutting off one system each time they bring up a new one. Yeah. And then they're probably selling it to you digitally, although with, in the case of GBA games on 3DS, they completely missed that book. What, what yeah. you're trying to get at sounds more like the PC market, right? Like yeah. that's the the Steam machines are supposed to be that way where everybody can make one of these box and you can buy a super powerful one or a not so powerful one and you can, in theory, play all the games. Yeah, but the Steam machines, obviously, that was... Huh? Lo- that was a lot of uh, smoke blow. Yeah, hot air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burp, burp. A lot of, was that a Steam <laughs> joke, Jose? Well, they're not quite Perhaps. out yet, so we'll no. see what happens. They're never going to be quite out. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see uh, with the NX if it's going to be backwards compatible with Wii U because that would mean that it would have to maintain so. a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of I, that. I think uh, it will. A lot of that gamepad really? stuff. I which think. I don't think I think that the gamepad was a, a failure in design. It, it, whoa, whoa, ultimately. no. Well, I don't think you're on you're on on his camp on this, but uh, for Mister, it's going to be the home console portable thing. It would absolutely have to have a similar architecture, like that can do something like that. You mean, okay, home console handheld. Thingamabob that yeah, you yeah, keep yeah, for believing sure. in. Which yeah, I, like, I my, think sometimes you're right, and I think sometimes it's way off just because it would cost too much. But I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it'll be the magical device that will continue the legacy and it will work with their the games that they release on iOS or anything. I don't think it'll be this system that plays everything and then they iterate slightly, but it'll always be backwards compatible. I, know, I, I think they are going to have to create a completely new device that forgets the Wii U existed, is what I think. I don't know. I think that's been such a deep part of their strategy for each box that comes out. I don't think and, you just throw and that it's out. Worked, it's worked how many times? Once? I think it's worked pretty well for them. Yeah. I mean, GameCube was the only time they didn't do it. But they're making more money by just making you buy them from the eShop again. You know? I mean, like that's the 100%. Look at the market, point. right? The mm-hmm. two companies that 
did not offer backwards compatibility yeah, but, are thriving okay. more than the company that okay, offered but, it. But hang on. This, what were you doing running? with your PlayStation 4 when there was nothing coming out? You weren't playing PlayStation 3 games. What were you doing with your Xbox One when nothing was coming out for a bit? And that's typical of first-year hardware. It happens all the time. You have the classics to go back to, essentially, and you end up playing them. It, it's a reason to keep the old games and just buy the new box. Yeah. It always has been. I, I was really burned last time how much money I spent on digital games on Sony and Microsoft platforms. This is not to throw them under the bus because I understand why these decisions happen and it 100% makes sense. Oh, I'm no, not you can't. Done. No, 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 no. But I will say, I was really annoyed. There are, there's so, thank goodness, rock, the next rock band's coming out. You know how much rock band money I lost just by not, by, by not uh, having a 360 that can around in the house anymore? Yeah. Because yeah. I moved up. I upgraded. I didn't want more boxes yeah. under my television. I, I, Sorry. I just, so, no, this you're very me. passionate about this and like, I, I feel the same way. I think my, my dream device would always be backwards compatible and like we are playing Skyward Sword right now on the Wii U and it's nice to have that option and I didn't finish GTA um, when I first played it because it was I had unhooked my 360 and I couldn't Last play it gen. on Xbox One yeah. right like I rebought it later mm-hmm. so I guess you know good for them not yeah, good yeah. for me but I, I would love that. I just feel like you you are slave to certain types of technology and a setup that clearly didn't work with the Wii U okay. this time. Okay, but they are one. They are very conscious that going from Wii to Wii U, one of the biggest mistakes they made is that the architectures weren't really similar, and that's something that Miyamoto has said to us. Really? Yes, he said that last E3. It's an interview somewhere right. on the site. There is a story about this. Okay. Uh, and they do sort of lament that moving on to the next thing always meant completely ditching the last hardware or building in the hardware components to do backwards compatibility is what I took away from that. He wasn't specific. Yeah. I want to be sure that I draw the line between what he said and what I'm tossing in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, um, I still disagree with that sentiment because I don't think there was an audience clamoring for a new box that still played a lot of the Wii games. Yeah. I think the Wii fizzled because people moved on from that experience more than anything else. I think the very different thing happened with NES and Super NES and Super NES to N64. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I'm kind of stuck. I want to keep arguing with you, but uh, yeah. we should probably end here. Uh, last question. Oh, last, yeah. last, 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 last question. This is it. This so is the Sean most Pike, epic you better, NBC you better, ever. Yeah, you better, you better count your blessings because you're the last question. All right? So... Uh, hey guys, first of all, I love the show. I listen every week. My question is about the quality of life initiative Nintendo teased last year. We haven't heard much Ooh. about it lately, but given recent developments with DNA, do you think these are related? With health tracking becoming bigger and bigger all the time, is Nintendo step into the mobile space part of their QOL strategy? Absolutely it is. <laughs> you know, I, I think Nintendo has said non-wearables is where it wants to be, mm-hmm. right? Like not being tethered to you know to a device that you have to bring with you and certainly expanding to a device you already own yes yeah. isn't a wearable it's your phone is the no that's no, what that's i'm saying but like yeah. okay. certainly expanding to a platform that's already in your pocket alleviates the need to buy another little nintendo uh, hey you pikachu device now what was it called the the poke walker mm-hmm. yeah what was the fit poke walker fit we fit thingy we fit meter me yeah we fit meter yeah yeah there are start, there are already a ton of cool hey you uh, fit me apps hey you fit me i like that <laughs> that's <laughs> something very different hey you fit it you that is hey you fit it you uh, there are already a lot of apps uh, like on the App Store right now that you can download that that gamify exercise. Yep, there's like that one that sort of tells a zombie story. 
in your ear uh-huh. that as you're running and you have to run faster and faster as zombies get closer and it says, hey, if you can make a right in the next 50 meters, you can get this item. Yeah. And if, while you're running, if you can make a right somewhere without getting hit by a car, um, I feel like that, like gamifying that sort of stuff, uh, th- that would be interesting. It feeding into some sort of a central profile, yeah. um, all of that would be so interesting. They, yeah, They did, I mean, guys, they, Nintendo did a great job with We Fit, right? Like yeah. that... It is a fun game. We all played it. A lot of us never freaking work out. And we're like, oh, this is great. Why am I sweating? Right? Like, <laughs> it, they did a wonderful job taking gameplay and applying it to fitness. Yeah. And, you know, they, they made some mistakes with how they, you know, how they allow you to customize your body shape for BMI initially, which they fixed later, right? They got, they've gotten better at it, but they're really good at that stuff. Brain training is another oh, uh, example. Brain Age is a game as a no, yeah, no brain age that you have to have on, on mobile. Like and, I want Brain Age on my phone. And I think they can see success with that. I think it's absolutely a strategy as they're looking at mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All hey, right, you, and we're done. Hey, I want to I want to thank you both for sticking around. I am so oh, sorry we went over. You guys fun. absolutely rocked it. And thank you uh, for those who sent in questions. We actually got a ton of really good questions. So next week, absolute. Pinky swear, promise, whatever you want. We will be back here tackling some more question block just for you. Thank you so much. Also, for when Brian so gets back, questions. get him to have to make predictions. Yeah, so I want, all, I want all his to be wrong. Can we just have him just do it on his own? I, I guess that'll make sense, right? Just five rounds of Brian. Just yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it'll be this, and I think it'll be this. No, that's exactly. Brian, it. Brian. We, we just we just heckle him the whole time. Yeah, that's yep. it. All right, let's like do it. it. Absolutely, a thing. Cool. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly show on IGN, but we are not the only show on IGN. In We're fact, not. we've got a shows about Star Wars, Star Wars, we got PlayStation. Xbox, you name it. Uh, so make sure Marty's you check in it out. all of them. I'm on all yeah. of them. I was on everything this How week. did you become the podcast rock star? I don't. I don't actually do anything at my desk, and so I just sort of weave my like, way into this room. It's like it follows. Like you leave the door open, and Marty comes in. <laughs> Marty, if you do a podcast, he'll no, follow I, you. I will say in earnest. Do you know how the Marty, it follows thing oh, was yeah. passed? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sort of like an STD. But that's yeah. yeah. Now Marty, Marty <laughs> brings Sorry, a lot Marty. of fun to the room. Like I really love the energy he brings in, and whenever we call on him, he always delivers. And I thank you deeply for doing that. Yeah. Meanwhile, when Pear's gone, I just go. Oh, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I will true. find someone. He's kind of happy. That's 100 percent not true. Uh, but anyway, going back to what I was saying, if you want to leave us feedback, make sure you head on over to iTunes. If you are a subscriber there, you listen on your Apple device. Guess what? You can leave a review. Let us know how we're doing on the show. It helps with visibility mm-hmm. and helps people find us. Also, if you have other feedback or a question for the question block, you can email us at nbc at ign.com. Really cool thing that you can do uh, mm-hmm. along yeah, with yeah. Fe- send feedback. Totally. Lastly, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find the fabulous Martin Sleva at McBiggity with two G's and two T's. You can find the experienced and wise Pear Schneider at Pear IGN. And you can find myself, the host of the show, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Show.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.